could have asked you this beforehand, but I guess before we get started. Yeah. Is there any reason that I should, like, not be sitting a certain way? Meanwhile, I'm, like, all curled up on your couch. Mm, No, no, girl, no. No, that's exactly what I want. All right, just making sure. Literally, like, we just chilling. Like, we're having conversation. Just want to make sure. I got you, girl. (laughs) No. I figure you've done this a few times now, so you're like, oh, well, this is not going to work. Or you should. Yeah, no, but here's here's the crazy thing. The only way you find out if it works is if you do it. And what I've been doing has been working. So I'm like, done. let's just do it that way. That's fine. <laughs> it works. Sure. Let's do it that way. All right. You ready? Hello, this is Yolanda Murphy and welcome to this exceptional journey podcast where you will find inspiration to live courageously through adversity, empowerment to live freely despite your past, and ignition to live boldly in your purpose, all by walking the survivor's side of life. Good people, what is up? It is your girl Yolanda Murphy, back with another episode of this Exceptional Journey podcast, how you been? If this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. Stick around for a little bit. You're going to be absolutely amazed by what we talk about today. If this is not your first time, girl, how you been? Or dude, how, how the kids? How, how y'all doing? <laughs> Either way it goes, thank you so much for clicking over to my little corner of the podcast world and rocking with me just for a little while. Again, Yolanda. And as you can tell, I have someone who's absolutely amazing with me today. But before we get there, let me plug, as always, my social media because you guys know I'm Forgetful Jones. You remember Forgetful Jones? <laughs> like, no, no, and I'm in the same age range. Yes. So, no. I'm, I don't. Maybe I just Should made I Forgetful Jones up. It was from Sesame Street. But anyway, oh, so yeah, oh, Forgetful Jones yes. with the cowboy hat. Totally. Yes. But honestly, had no idea at first. We really? Oh, I'm, I'm on board now. So I'm on board. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yes. So social media. <laughs> Social media, Facebook and Instagram, you can find me at This Exceptional Journey. And then Twitter is at TEJ Podcast. Across all platforms, guys, even hashtag me TEJ Podcast with questions, comments, suggestions. Your girl wants to hear and connect with you, so let me know what's up. But again, let's cut to the chase. You've already heard her speak. Neha is in the building. What's up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> so I have Neha here with me today. She's such an amazing person. Thank you. She's also a part of, if you haven't noticed the running theme, part <laughs> of the Young Adult Cancer Support Group Yay. out of the Cancer Caring Center here in the auspicious Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, guys, we're telling stories all day. Like if you haven't been able to tell, <laughs> like we're telling everybody's story, okay? <laughs> but welcome. Thank you for being Hi. on. Thanks for having me. So excited to be here. I know. So, I mean, we're going to get to where she lives now, but she's from Pittsburgh. But she's here on holiday, and she decided to just record with me, guys. Isn't that amazing? I didn't want to miss out. Girl, I didn't. <laughs> I needed to tell your story. I wasn't playing games. So, Neha's here in the building. So, I mean, we're going to cut right to the chase. So, the very first thing we're going to talk about is your story. So, I mean, tell us your story. Tell us, you know, how we got to this place together. Okay. Loaded well, question, I know. I know, right? Here we go. I'm like, where exactly do you want me to start? Um, I mean, pretty much the cancer story sort of started, which is how we clearly connected. Um, I was 36. Had, so was I. Yes. Had just left. So I was working. I had just left work. To be honest, the short version of the story is that I thought I was going to be abroad for probably the next six months or so. Um, I had spent some time volunteering abroad a couple years prior. I was looking at some things there and had some other opportunities that I wanted to then follow up on. So I thought that's what I was doing. So I left work in March of 2016. I did a little bit of travel um, and then was going to take this longer trip. So Mm -hmm. anyway, I was on one of my trips. I was in Nicaragua. And the way I remember the story is that I was about to put on some sunblock, I was going to change, and I felt this lump on the right side of my, mm. uh, on my right breast, on the outside of my right breast. And I thought, oh, that doesn't, mm. something's wrong. Um, 
And so, I don't know, fast forward, I came back from that. I, and then, right, just one thing after the other. I had it checked out. That immediately turned into, you, right, just a series of questions. And every time they'd get to, does it hurt, I would say no. And it just sort of seemed like there was this pause. Mm. And I have no idea, really. Um, but maybe that was telling. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But it was always sort of like, okay, the next thing has to happen. So one thing led to another. And then I was diagnosed um, a couple weeks later with invasive ductal carcinoma, stage, late stage 2B. It was in my lymph nodes as well. Um, and I don't know. Like I feel like right, life just sort of totally took a left turn and there we were but I will say the one piece of it that I wasn't in a lot of pain had I gotten on the plane and gone halfway around the world to volunteer for six months I honestly think I would have put it off Mm. for an extended period of time because I felt fine Mm -hmm. and who knows where Mm -hmm. I'd be today or what would have happened so I am thankful for that um outside of that I immediately right that was the middle of may that i was diagnosed and in 2016 right 2016 okay um, i didn't know we were diagnosed in the same year yes. that is so crazy yes. yes i think i think relatively similar stories from what i remember but mm-hmm. um you had chemo first or surgery first surgery so i i immediately right i got diagnosed and then started chemo so i did the six mm, months of chemo okay. um and then decided that I wanted to do the least amount of surgery possible. Mm. I wasn't genetically positive. And mm. so I think had that been the case, it would have been a different story. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't. And so for me, it was less is more and I'm going to do the least amount possible. So I had a lumpectomy, had a re-excision actually, which was, that was a hard time. Like to go through chemo, have a surgery, and then realize, crap, they didn't get it all. Oh. I like then had to decide, was I going to now go in to try again, or was I now going to make the decision mm-hmm. to have an mastectomy? But um, I went in for the re-excision. That was successful. And then I did the six weeks of radiation. So um, treatment ended essentially almost exactly a year later. I think I was two weeks short of a year. Okay. Um, so I ended treatment in May of 2017. And then it's been, I don't know, it's been, it's been I don't a crazy year and a half since then, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes it feels like it's been that long, and sometimes it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it's been that long at all. Oh, I, um, can, I can attest to that. So, yeah, uh, that's that's sort of the that story. And I'd say it was probably uh, partway through chemo that I found the Cancer Caring Center and the yes. Young Adults Group, and that has been absolutely amazing. I just I feel like it's been right where – I mean, I've got, I'm lucky enough to have a lot of really – Mm-hmm. close friends in Pittsburgh and I have a lot of family that's been amazing and there have definitely been people around throughout the whole process mm-hmm. um treatment and everything else that I've needed and I'm super super grateful for all of that but honestly there's just when you need a space where people get it mm-hmm. um that group has been amazing mm-hmm. and I truly feel like you know we've been able to share highs and lows together Absolutely. um and it's, it's been a really big deal so anyway that is where I found you and yes, girl. how we're here today. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I think it's so crucial. Um, and the running thing really with um, kind of with, every, I won't say everyone, but majority of other members of the group have really been the saving grace is the group. Um, and not necessarily because like there's hundreds or thousands of us, but you have a couple people who are like, yo, I get it. Like I understand exactly. And I don't, I don't have to explain. Like I don't right. have to tell you why I'm tired. I don't have to tell you why I'm freaking tearing my hair out because I have scans in a couple of days. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. You, you just get it. And you're like, or Holy just right, cow. the highs and the lows and the emotions. Yep. And I mean, the reality is we're all trying to be super positive and upbeat mm-hmm. and trying to get to the next day and all those things, but you have your moments and absolutely. you're trying to take care of everyone around you, but you also need to be just taking care of yourself. And right, right, right. I think, I just, I do. There's something that's been really, really amazing about just being able to be as real as you need to be yes. with the group. And raw as you need and to be. Group. Because yeah. everyone understands, For right? sure. Cool. So you said you weren't, you had your genetics tested, right? I did. And those came back negative. Correct. Or that there were no, like, mutations or anything Correct. like that. Um, did you have any family history of cancer? No. So, I mean, both my parents, uh, big families. I did have an aunt that had breast cancer in her 60s. Um, 
she passed shortly after, but not from the cancer itself. And, but that being said, there's so many people in the family that even when I talk to the genetics team prior, they're like, that's, that's likely not enough for us to say, oh, that's probably what it is. But again, based on my age, they were like, well, we should still run it and just see, but, but not genetically positive. Okay. Yeah. Um, so here was my thing. (laughs) When I was diagnosed, because I was adopted, I don't know if you knew yes. that. Yes. Yep. So, um, so I don't have family history. So every time someone asks, they're like, "Family history." I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know." IDK. IDK. <laughs> I'm just gonna put IDK. Like I'm gonna make a sign that says "Family History IDK." Like just flat out. But anyway, I say that to say, so my um, uh, my surgical oncologist was like, "Yeah, let's go ahead and get the genetics done because you don't know your medical history. Well, family history." Um, we definitely need it. And then she was like, if there's extra, <laughs> extra things they can test, you might as well just test everything because you never know. Got it. You know what I mean? Like genetically wise, like what you're carrying or you sure. know what I mean? So I had all the panels done, honey. Okay. When I tell you all the panels, um, but they all came back good. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I wasn't carrying any genes for anything. Okay. So, but it was a good thing. Um, to be tested, you know what I mean? Just to be on the safe side. Absolutely. You think? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think, right. If, if nothing else, I mean, all overwhelming, but I feel like it just gives you a little more information as you're about yep. to like jump into learning way more than you ever wanted to know about breast cancer and oh trying to make all the decisions that you then are going yeah. to need to make. Because as we've all learned, every story is different. Mm-hmm. And while we can all get it, I just, I feel like, right, there's not a clear answer. Like right. I, what I really wanted was for someone to say, okay, so now this is exactly what you have to do. Cut and drive, right. That's so not how it went. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. And because all of our bodies are so different. I was just having this conversation with myself um, about my body or about our bodies yeah. and how, although they're, we see them as imperfect, but God made them so perfectly that if we pay attention to them, like they tell us everything we need to know, like legit, like it's so crazy. I was just telling Neha, um, cause this is, I mean, as you're listening Um, It'll probably be maybe in January I'll post this, but it's for us, it's the day after Christmas. And um, I was just telling her I had a really fun filled holiday weekend (laughs) um, with friends and family and food and drinks. And my body is feeling it like it's Wednesday and I'm like dragging like I'm not a spring chicken. But even when I was like the amount of consumption of food and here's the thing i usually eat really really well during the week at least try to like baked chicken and salads but girlfriend these past couple days (laughs) i was eating everything fried and dipped in something okay you know and the drinks were overflowing right and that's every house i went to everyone's like here it's holiday time enjoy yourself so i'm like hell yeah but at the end of the day i I, like was sitting up today as as i was stirred because it's one o'clock and I'm not out the bed yet. <laughs> and my body's like, Oh my gosh, what did we just do the last couple of days? <laughs> but it's just amazing. And you know, to tie it back in with the cancer, I mean, like you said, you felt fine. You know what I mean? And I did yeah, too. Absolutely. Like I legitimately, I mean, I was moving into my new place. Like it, I was on a oh high. God. I just left work. Cause I thought I was going to be traveling the world yes, for X exactly. amount of time. Like I, just, I totally get it. Yeah. And, but my body was like, no girlfriend. <laughs> uh, no. So it was so crazy. I was, you know, I'm, I'm still recouping as we sip on our glasses of red. Yeah. Wine. Whoops. The one, no, the one helps. It's great. It's great. <laughs> it ties in perfectly with the rest of the weekend. Right. So, okay. So we've talked about your journey. Um, so as of right now, like you're good. No evidence of disease. Mammogram this morning and yes. knock on wood. Thank God. All the things. All the um, things. Yes. Currently no evidence of disease and banking on it staying that way for a long time. So do you go every year? I do you have your year. scans every year? Yes. yes. Okay. Um, right. And I think all of that is super challenging too. I was just talking to somebody about that, which right again, everyone's follow-up is so different. And yeah. I've had to like try and find my peace with, okay, I'm not going to panic because, mm. oh, well, someone else has these three tests done and I only have this one done. Oh my gosh. I it thought I was the only one. Crazy. It makes me crazy. Cause it's like, well, why am I not doing that? Or right. should I be doing that? Right. Or, you know, whatever. Um, but I think I've just tried to find my peace with, I, yeah. I, it's not like I'm not asking the questions and I'm not yeah. trying to talk about it, but this is where we've landed. So I'm mm. trying to get on board with that's just, that's what it is. But I do feel like, right. There's some buildup. 
and anxiety going into them for a handful of different reasons. And I'm sure that'll be the case every time that happens. But it was good to get, get a result. And honestly, mm-hmm. hopefully that'll keep me kind of just moving forward yeah. until until the next time I need to check yeah. for one reason or the other. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. had mine done. What is this? This is end of December. Because um, I was having breast pain. Gotta love that. Girl. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, we're not going to play around with this. Totally. Uh, had one done maybe two to three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, maybe two, three weeks ago. Okay. And girlfriend, I was in there. Like, I have some calcification okay. around my scar. Because I also it. had a lumpectomy, of course. Yep, yep. Um, so I saw people coming and going. Like, people were coming in that came after me but were leaving before me. Right, and you're like, oh, my God, what's happening? Gr- like, when I tell you by the time I left the doctor's office, I was physically exhausted. Because mentally, my brain, like, you we were talk just talking about. You would talk yourself in and out of 17th Yes. Scenario. And then she had, oh. Oh, Yolanda, come with me. We need more more images. I was like, oh, you know, the radiologist looked at these. She wants to make sure by your scar, you know, the calcification is what it is, whatever, whatever. So she brings out this gigantic plate, like for magnification. And you already know when they squeeze, tuck, and lift, don't breathe. Turn your head to the right. Hold right here. I was so <laughs> over it. When I tell you I was so over it. And then, oh, go back and wait in the waiting room. Oh, yeah. A sea of yep. pink and white robes, and you keep telling me to go back in this goddamn waiting room. Girlfriend. And just deep breaths. <laughs> deep Ooh, breaths until you know I tried to stay on my phone the whole time. React, yeah. Yep. Like, to keep my mind off of things, I was trying to, like, scroll through Instagram, trying to look up funny videos. I took out my Bluetooth earbuds, was watching videos. Like, I was there for two hours. And it's, yeah, I get it. And then, right, like, it's just, like you're saying, you have this new pain, you go in, I just think that's the thing. It's been it's been the case ever since. I mean, I post my surgery, I had a lot of when they took the lymph nodes, cut through the nerves. I had a lot of nerve pain. Mm-hmm. Right? They mm-hmm. just couldn't. Yep. Every time something would change, I'd freak out and be like, "Oh my yep. god, is it back? What's happening?" Yep. Um, and even now, it's the same thing, right? I know that like it should. I should be calmer about it. No. But it's the same thing. Like a week ago, I had this crazy hive on my right arm. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it came mm-hmm. from. It wasn't itchy. All of a sudden, I noticed it. It was massive. Mm-hmm. I had had a little bit of a fever the day before, mm-hmm. which I honestly equated to I had been traveling the week prior. I was running on no sleep. Oh, Again, yeah, I yeah. can't keep up the way I used to. So I really just thought, oh, well, it's my body telling me I need to, like, rest, right? Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, the next day, I see this, like, massive hive. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. I'm missing some lymph nodes in that arm. It could be uh, an infection. Yeah. Yep. Is that related to, like, oh, right? Mm-hmm. Everything ties back to cancer. And I'm like, no, oh, literally. My God. Is that what happened? Oh, I just hit my toe off the couch. <laughs> Dang it. It's the cancer. <laughs> it's out of control. It's because I had breast cancer. <laughs> it's shown up oh, in my God. this ridiculous format. Right. Which, I mean, who knows? Like, yes, you want to be aware, but I don't want to be crazy. Like, hyper-vigilant. Like, so, it's back. Just check everywhere. I really. have a sister who's a pediatric oncologist. Mm. And I, you know, so of course I call her and I'm like, should I be freaking out? Should I whatever? And mm-hmm. this, that. And she's like, okay, well, here's the thing. It, it's still, I mean, you had a little bit of fever yesterday. It could be an infection. Mm-hmm. It is on your right arm. I don't. She goes, it isn't. I'm going to bank on it's not anywhere, anything related to the cancer. Like, get it checked out. Yeah. Like, you know, get but some antibiotics for that. But she's like, just just breathe. Like, it's okay. <laughs> so, right, I mean, just those, I, I guess what I'm saying is I'm imagining you in the waiting room and I can oh totally relate gosh. because you've just run through all these scenarios. Yes, like 12,000. And why? Why is it taking an extra five minutes oh and it did gosh. last time? Girl, I was mean? already putting myself in the grave. I was like, when I die, I want a rose gold <laughs> casket. <laughs> With plush blanket and pillow uh, on the inside. Why was I worried about tomorrow? Right. Why was I when I'm getting bad scans today? Like, what in the world? Um, so I can go, oh, it, oh. Yay. So, I mean, everything came back good, though. Everything came back good. Um, yes. So I yes. will also be scanned again in a year. But I'm, it's just, oh. Yes. It's something you really can't explain to someone that's never been through it. Because I just think that you want to understand I mean, I'd like to think that I would have been as open as I could have been trying to understand prior. And then it's not until you're in it that you're just like, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I was, I was saying to you earlier that I truly think that there's something to be said about, I, I mean, unless you have a reason that you've thought about it, but for me, prior to the breast cancer diagnosis, I truly believed I had this infinite amount of time. Yep. 
I was just going to keep doing all the things I want to do. And sometimes I would panic about like, oh my God, but I want this to happen now. But mm-hmm. it wasn't because I thought I wasn't going to be here tomorrow. It's because I literally was like, there are so many things I want to do yeah. and yeah. I don't want to waste my time. Right. right. I feel like I was trying to make the most of every minute. I truly believe that I was trying to live experiences. Mm-hmm. Right. I wanted to, I just want to do right. Yeah. I always want to do an experience. And so I went from thinking I had this infinite amount of time and then all of a sudden you get diagnosed and you start treatment and one thing leads to another. And I know that it's different for everybody, but like, I feel like every side effect you can think of through chemo, Mm -hmm. like was my life. Mm -hmm. And any one of those things on its own is okay. But when they all pile up, I mean, you just sort of feel like this broken person and you're trying to figure out if trying to stay positive, trying to get through it, trying to get to the next day, trying to whatever. But all of a sudden you're focused on today, right? I've got to get through today Mm -hmm. or this part of treatment or, you know, everything else just sort of becomes on Mm -hmm. hold. And then you get through it all. And thank God, I mean, not everyone's in that boat, but, you know, I was told that there's no evidence of disease Mm -hmm. and I'm now supposed to just go back to living my life. Regular, you know. I feel nothing like I used to. I've gained all this weight. I, like, look totally different. My arm hurts. I've got this nerve pain, right? Like, Mm -hmm. all these things. And you're like, Oh, no, go ahead. No big deal. Just go back to it. And so I think, and right, you also start to look better. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't, quote, unquote, look as sick. And I think people mean well, right? Nobody wants to see you in pain and whatnot. But I just think, right, some of that support sort of falls away. And not because of anything other than people just assume that you're good. Mm -hmm. And anyway, all to say that, right, you go through all these things and you're just supposed to go back to believing you have all this time again. And on one hand, I don't want to think about not right. having it. Right. And on the other, it's really hard to not mm-hmm. all of a sudden put so many more expectations right. Right. on what I'm doing. Right. Like, I think you're supposed to be more graceful with yourself and like give yourself a little oh, bit yeah, of grace yeah. and like just be. And instead, I almost feel like I'm even worse because I'm like, yeah oh, I've got all this stuff that I want to do with my time and, like, what am I doing? Am I actually doing those things? You know, what if I don't have that kind of time? And, I don't know, I think sometimes it makes me a little crazy. No, it makes me stir crazy all the time. My dad is so funny. We um, were having a conversation um, because my mom caters and she was catering this, this, you know, really important event recently and she was naming some of the stuff that she was making and saying, oh, you know, I think she'll like this and her, my... my dad said they were talking about me like, oh, you know, she would like this and she would eat this or whatever. And then my dad said in their conversation, he said to my mom, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> he said to my mom, he said, I feel like cancer gave her energy. <laughs> and I was like, what? He said, because I feel like now after your diagnosis, I feel like you're doing so much more and you're always on the move and you're always on the go and you're always doing something. He said, you were busy before. Like I've always been a busy person. He said, but I feel like, you know, now cancer gave you energy. And I was like, so my dad's not the best linguistic person. He's, he's not really, you know, what dad is, you know, but what I took from that, um, essentially what, what we're discussing is we don't know how much time we have. We don't, I mean, I mean, we all know that we can die at any moment, cancer or not. Sure. But after you're diagnosed at a young age, it's a completely different mindset. It is a completely different viewpoint from this side of cancer. I always tell my friends ABC and BBC after and before (laughs) breast cancer. Totally. Because it's, I'm not the same person. No. And, you know, that to me, like what my dad said was the truth. Like I wouldn't necessarily say cancer gave me energy, but it gave me determination to live my best life with whatever time I have left. And if that means me doing hustle and bustle, if that means me recording six podcasts in one week, (laughs) then I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You know, I have to say that I think that's amazing. And I, and that's almost where I struggled because I, I, I don't know, maybe I wasn't, but in my mind, I was living at that pace prior. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. You know, and not to say it's a bad thing at all. I think it's amazing. I think there's so many people that go through something like this and th- and then say, hey, it sort of woke me up. Like, now I'm going to do yeah. all these things I want to do, right? Mm-hmm. I think my struggle from day one has sort of been – I felt like I was living at that pace anyway. Mm-hmm. I was trying to do, you know, some of these things that were off the beaten path. But for me, because I, that's what I wanted to do with my life, and I was living at that pace. Mm-hmm. And I have always been, you know, sort of the same. Hey, energy, I'm going to do, like – yeah. There's a lot of things on the list. I didn't yeah. need a lot of sleep. Like, it just is the way oh, I functioned. Girl. I barely slept. Oh, like, totally. I would get four hours and be like, all right, let's go. Oh, my God. Let my friends now, who I'm now. sure will listen to this at some point, joke around because they're like, 
welcome to the mortal world. Like, you have now reached our level. I'm like, uh, that's super sweet. But this whole sleep thing, like, why do I need that? It's taking up a lot of time. I mean, I could be doing something else. What? So I just, I feel like I was living at that pace. Cancer just put me at a hard stop. Yeah. And right in some weird way, I think we all try and find justifications for all the crap that we go through Mm -hmm. and life that happens. And so I'm still trying to figure out, like, what was that supposed to do? Yeah. And right, like, even today, I'm... Things are fine, but I just, I know that there's something else. And Mm -hmm. so if not, if nothing else in the moment, I'm trying to be better about being present Mm -hmm. and realizing that there are these things that I want to do. And if I'm not doing them right this moment, maybe I just need to like also, right, don't give up on doing them. Right. But I almost feel like I've been putting extra pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you just went through all this and now you, right. You should be doing those things. Why are you doing these other things? Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to remind myself to be in the moment, make the most of what what my day-to-day is right yeah. now, yeah. enjoy that experience, mm-hmm. and then still try and get to wherever I'm going. Yeah. And, you know, that might not all be clear today. Um, I want it to be. I want it to be like, oh, crap, this happened, and now this is exactly what I want. But right. that's, that's so not, not how it's gone. Yeah. Um, and so I think I'm I'm trying really hard to be, you know, in that mindset of, Make the most of the scenario today mm-hmm. and then figure out what you're working towards yeah. and just keep reminding myself that I can still get there. Yeah. And I'm trying to also reframe sort of my past as well in that, again, everyone's story is different. But mm-hmm. for me, while I was going through treatment, right, and you are having these crazy thoughts of what if I don't have more time or what if yeah. I don't get there, I was pretty okay with what I had done prior, right? Mm-hmm. Like. There's always more that I want to do, but I felt good about some of the choices that I made, Mm -hmm. and I truly believe that helped me get through treatment. Good. And I'm trying to stay really focused on, that's the way I lived my life, and that's the way I should continue trying to live it. So it might not all feel perfect, but that's all to say that I just, I feel like you go through this stuff, and instead of it being easier to just do your day-to-day after, Mm -hmm. I almost feel like we, and I don't know if this is true for everyone, but I almost feel like we put more pressure on ourselves to make sure we're doing whatever we can be. Yeah. Does that make sense? Listen, so... I was praying the other day and you know, me and my father, God, we talk all the time and I'd literally like the way I equate it verbally, like this is how I, I was praying. And I said, okay, this is where I am. I know today is today. I can only do today what I can do today. I have 24 hours, well, 12, you know, depending <laughs> upon how long I sleep, I have X amount of hours today to do what I need to do today. Be present, be in the moment, because sometimes I think so far ahead, like I wanna get this done, I wanna get this accomplished. So be here today, be present. Be in tomorrow, because yes, I wanna be able to get stuff done tomorrow. Be in three to six months, what you wanna see, work towards that, or at least work backwards from it. But it's difficult, at least for me sometimes, because It's this weird juggling act. It's this like, just weird, like, not rat race. It's not like hamster in a wheel. It's this like constant, oh, let me be in today. Let me be in today. And oh, wait, let me think about tomorrow. Oh, well, let me think about, because (laughs) you know what I mean? Because first of all, my mind is always going like literally 24 seven. Like even when I'm trying to sleep, my mind is going like, it's ridiculous. And I'm grateful, don't get me wrong, because, I mean, I'd rather have it going than have no it Not going, desire. yeah, totally. Right. But it's just, I don't know, I, I get it. I totally, it's, I don't, I mean. It's finding that balance of, like, being aware and wanting to, to, to do and be and achieve and, you know, I don't know, embrace it all. And mm-hmm. at the same time, not make yourself totally crazy. Yeah. Because, oh my God, there might be this pressure of. Yeah this potential limited time and how do I, how do I make it all work perfectly today? Right. I, I don't know. Maybe we were putting that pressure on ourselves anyway, but in my mind, it feels a little more extreme. Yeah. Because we feel like we have less time. Yeah. Which is just annoying because so annoying. I don't, I mean, I want to believe that I'm living the best way I can be every day. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. it's, It's, I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, because here's the other thing we have to remember. We're still in our thirties. I mean, we will be 40 soon. Not telling any ages. (laughs) 
soon. Not telling any We're ages. having some big parties. I'm just saying. We're just saying. You're invited. That's all we're saying. It's going to be a full year of partying. Listen, you're invited. Um, but we're still in our 30s, though. Yeah. And that's the other kicker because when I talk to my friends and family, like, of course, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say I downplay what I feel, but sometimes to me, it's like you're talking to a brick wall, not necessarily because they're not listening, but they won't get it. So there are some times where I'm like, I'm not 40 and here I am having to have or had to almost face my immortality, having yeah. to face death. You know what I mean? Like to me, it was 50, 50. I tell people all the time, like I could have lived, I could have died because Absolutely. I know people who did. You just don't, you just don't you know. You don't know. And everyone's story is different. Everyone's story is different. And then you hear so much of that, you know, right I think everyone wants to relate and nobody means it out of bad intention, yeah. but it's sort of like this person that made it or this person that didn't make it or this person, whatever. And yeah. I think as we've all come to learn, like it really is, it just, it depends on the story. It depends on yeah. each person. Um, and you know, I don't know. I can't imagine now not knowing all the people that I know mm -hmm. through this past couple years. Yep. But at the end of the day, for yep. every good story you hear, there's also really, really hard, tragic yep. stories. And well, we know about that. I mean, this year oh was insane. It's insane. Like how many people like in our group and with YSC? Absolutely. Like, freaking ridiculous. It's heartbreaking, you know, and it's just it's tragic in itself. Mm -hmm. It's scary and brings on this whole different level of fear Listen. in our own stories. Yes. There are people that are living with it every day and those of us that are trying to celebrate this snow and its disease, but at the same time you hear the stats of recurrence Yep. and you know, it's hard. It's hard to manage the outside world too. There's people that are, you know, understanding of that, but then there's just as many people that are like, well, you just have to think positive and it's, you know, yeah. and that's that. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. My natural state is wanting to be positive. Yeah, absolutely. But however, however, there's, there is the reality of all these things that you let's hear, face the, reality. the stats, the things yes. that can happen and you don't want to ignore that either. So again, it's trying to find that balance of mm, how do you manage balance. that reality? And do you ever learn to do it really though? Because I don't know about you, but to me, I feel like, I mean, it, uh, February, it'll be three years since I was diagnosed. Um, I had my surgery in March, started chemo in April and you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I, what I've found over the past two and a half, almost three years is that every day is something new. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a different, you're a going different, through a different time. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So how do you like, can you think you can even find that balance since every day is a winding road? <laughs> like, God, I mean, I can only hope that we get more and more graceful. I don't know. I don't know because it wasn't any easier this year to hear about hard news than it was the year prior. Right. Maybe it hit different, you know, different, not nerves, but different emotions. Mm -hmm. um, but you're right. I mean, I don't know because I. But isn't that interesting? I to can think relate about? to what you're saying in that, right? Like going through treatment, it was just going through treatment and mm -hmm. it was like trying to get through it. As soon as it ended, it was sort of like, oh my God, like, where's my life, right? Like, mm -hmm. I, I woke up one morning, done with treatment, feeling totally different, mm -hmm. body feeling like a completely different person, mm -hmm. tired, exhausted all the things, right, that you go through mm -hmm. physically. And then on top of that, like, I mean, I was in a place where I had just, I had just left work to go halfway around the world. So mm -hmm. I literally gave up the apartment, moved back home, and thank God I had a home to go to. Mm -hmm. And parents that are amazing and, you know, family and friends that, like, were super supportive. But I woke up one morning, I'm like, I'm out of work. I'm at home. I, you know, like, what mm -hmm. am I doing? What's next? And I feel nothing like I used to. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. And so, right, it was that. And then you get through that and then it's sort of like, well, okay, now what's next? Yeah. And honestly, fast forward a year and the challenge today has really been this, this idea of, again, putting pressure on myself about, well, what do you want to do? And why aren't mm -hmm. you doing that yet? And is this it? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have all these priorities in your life and I know you alluded to it before, but, you know, I made a move recently and is that right? But again, I'm just, I'm trying to come back to be in the moment, yes. make the most yes. of it. You know, and it's not that I'm not grateful for a million things. But yeah. I feel like from day one, I've also had a really hard time with, I am naturally really, I, I'd like to believe that I'm really aware and grateful for so many things and mm -hmm. happy to have people in my life and the support and all these things. But that doesn't mean that I'm also not totally 
angry at the fact that this Absolutely. is the world that we're in, right? And Absolutely. So how do those two emotions coexist? And right. how do you still continue onwards? And I don't know. Maybe that that's is also the I'm talking about. The challenge of being someone that is, you know, hyper aware. <laughs> like, not to like, say that I make the right choices all the time, but, but still. I, I think about these things all the time. Yeah. So I'm with you on my yeah. mind is always running. Oh, my and gosh. I don't, I, I don't know. So I guess your question is a valid one. I mean, maybe in a handful of years, there's a whole different, there's a whole different thing that I'm trying to like yeah. balance. Um, yeah. Right. And then there's things I haven't even dealt with yet. Like Girl. you think about, right. Like the, which I'm, I'm certain so many people go through and right. The, I'm still single and I, you know, oh the fertility gosh. piece and the, you know, it's just all the, all the things that all are, the things. all the things. Oh my gosh. That aren't even on the radar yet because I'm still trying to manage today. Cause right. Cause I'm still trying to manage today. <laughs> I was just having this conversation with a friend, um, about still being single and not being married. Um, well being single and not married and then, um, not having children. I was like, you know what? I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to live for today, but like I'm still trying to live for a future. Yeah. Where does that come into play? Right. How do you, Where again, does it come talents. into play? Right. Oh, the huh. struggling act. You know what? Gosh. I was just talking to someone like I know you just said that it's day after Christmas and I was just talking to somebody about, you know, what are what are my words going to be for 2019? Oh, yeah. Seems to be a running theme in this conversation. So, maybe I need to start exploring the word balance. Girl, <laughs> listen. I was thinking of what I want my word to be for next year. I don't know. I'm still I, working on it. I thought but... I had it, but then I saw something else and I was like, I know, I think right? I want it to be that. There's, there's so many things. I, oh. I'm, I'm going to go with, I actually, I'm going to go with three. Okay. And I just, I haven't landed there yet, okay. but stay tuned. Stay tuned. We'll give you the three words soon. Three would be good though. Three. Three is a solid. Yeah, because one can't really, you know. No, I just think encompass. there's too many pieces of what we're all trying to work on. And maybe there is only one, but in my mind, I'm gonna. No, go but three. I think I mean there might be like one that's like overall like growth. Cool. You can grow in every area of your life. Sure. But in specific areas, like you want certain. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna go three. We'll see. 2019 is Tuesday. It's crazy. <laughs> so what you're okay. saying is start thinking. Right. It is Tuesday. <laughs> Can you believe? I, uh. No, no. And I have to say, I don't, was it like this for you? I feel like the year of treatment felt like it was 10 years, but I also, you were working through it all. I was not working oh, I was. through it all. And I, I literally was watching, like, I feel like I was watching the seconds on the clock and it felt like that year was like 10 years long. But I have to say that the one part about post-treatment, the one part, there's probably many, but the one part that, like, feels like, oh, thank God, like, it feels normal again. Mm -hmm. As much as I don't want time to disappear, mm -hmm. it's nice to know that time feels like it's moving just as crazy as it always has in the yeah. past yeah. again, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know where this year has gone. Girl. Um, listen. It's crazy. My treatment year, um, I feel like, and like you said, I feel like because I was so focused on surviving, um... That I was like, okay, what's next? Boom. Okay, let's. To me, my year flew past. To me. Yeah, I felt like it was 10 years um, old. But I will say, after I was done, like I finished my last um, radiation treatment October 16. And. Oh, that was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, <clears throat> excuse me, I um, like went into the new year not really like, how do I want to explain? I really didn't have any goals or dreams because I just wanted to live like does that make sense like I really didn't yeah because I just finished surviving I was just trying to live like isn't that crazy like it is but maybe in some weird way it's helpful to hear you say that because right again I've been talking about putting so much pressure on myself for mm -hmm. having the answers and maybe and I do I did give myself time I mean I finished treatment in May of 2017 and I mean I took time off and I you know, took time off of the time off that I had. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I spent, right, I spent some time abroad. I spent some time with family. I did. I did finally get away again for a little bit. Yeah. Um, not in the same capacity that I was originally planning on, but it did happen. And then I came back and was trying to sort it out. And the reality is it still took almost like a good year mm -hmm. plus to like figure out, you know, mm -hmm. where I was going for work. So, um, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. But it's good to hear you say like, you know, maybe... Maybe that just all needed to be part of it, right? It was mm -hmm. just just living. Yeah. 
I, I mean, don't know. At least that was me because here's the thing. I've never been someone that does like resolutions or anything like that, but I do every year try to do to be better. You know what I mean? Do something yeah. to better myself, whether it's personal development or, you know, spiritually, physically, you know what I mean? Working out or eating better or what have you. Um, but I just remember the end of October. I mean, it was the beginning of October when I finished radiation, but literally from like October, maybe to February, um, maybe Marchish. Like I, I really didn't, I didn't have a plan. I mean, I was working of course, but I didn't have a plan because I just wanted to make sure I lived. And because I was in hustle, not hustle mode, I was in survivor mode all of 16, literally from the end of January when I found my lump diagnosed beginning of February until, um, October, like literally every day was surviving, babe. You got to survive today. You have yep, to survive yep. today. You, you have chemo you today. You have to survive today. Like, don't think about a month from now you have to survive today. But when I, when I no longer had to survive today, I was like, okay, how are you going to live today? That, that was my thought process. Huh. So for months I was like, okay, how are we going to live today? Like, what are we going to do different? Okay. You don't have to go to radiation every day now. So what are you going to do to live today? Do something different. There were some times, um, in the spring, like maybe April, May, I would just go to the park. Now, granted, I don't like outdoors. <laughs> I hate bugs. I, I was a girl scout growing up. I was a brownie. You crack me up. Hate outdoors. I, I'm, and I don't hate, I like cookouts. I like playing like kickball outside. Um, but camping like cancer camp, I was so glad we were in the cabin. I was like, are we staying in a tent? Stephanie, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't go. I mean, I'm with you. Here's the thing. I'm not into the bugs, but no. I do love being outside. Mm -mm. There's something. I like being outside for the summer. Um, okay. All right. Fair enough. I mean, here's the thing. I don't, I don't, I definitely don't need to like be in a tent and I, it's not that I can't. You like hiking? I love hiking. Oh no. But yeah. I'm not into the bugs. I do love hiking. Um, Girl, right, I can just look at the mountain. I don't need to hike it. I don't. <laughs> I can take a picture from the bottom. I have to tell you that I, I did spend a couple months after I was done with treatment. Um, I spent some time in Montana, but I did while I was out there. I Montana? Went, I'm went sorry, to, who goes to Montana? Uh, exactly. Who goes to Montana? And I was like, I'm going to cross this off the list. That so is crazy. So I ended That's up spending up. a week in Glacier National Park, and oh, cool. it, was, it was amazing. It was amazing. See, that, I would want right. to do something like that. So that that was amazing. I mean, again, don't need the bugs. So I, I hear you on some pieces, and then outside of that, there is something really beautiful about being in the – I hear – okay, so maybe you don't want to cross the street and just hang out in the park right across the street. No. But but there was something amazing about those like that sounds amazing though the views and this because that's an experience yeah absolutely but some people like just I mean I would go to the park like I would be writing you know in my journal watching the kids frolic and then like after an hour maybe hour and a half I'm like all right time to go <laughs> time to pack up the blanket there's bugs it's getting dark people's letting their dogs all over the place no 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 it's time to go but I say all of that to say I wanted to you know go into seventeen different but mentally i was just trying to okay what we're gonna do different today okay <laughs> let's live past what we just went through it was difficult but it was it was challenging but it was worth it yeah say that all to say going now into 19 um i need i really need to like i want to focus like like drill this podcast man just like get it done <laughs> like just get it I have so many goals and dreams and visions I want to do. That's amazing though. <sighs> but it's, amazing. I mean, but wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree though? I mean, even you like, so let's just tie this in right here. This is another question I was going to ask. So what are you doing now? Like, and I say that to say, because now going into 19 is your, are your dreams or goals or visions different now that you're in a different physical location? I think I'm still figuring that out. Okay. Um, so in terms of, you know, work, like I, I needed to get back on my feet. I needed to get back to it, right? I, I was in a scenario where I, I was out of work. Um, I think the change of pace just, right, it's it's creating a lot of thought. I'm trying to figure out what's next. You had an interesting conversation with somebody um, just the other day and, you know, sort of talking about that idea of, like, even just outside of the cancer world and just when you're normally looking for a new gig and people are asking about like five years down the road. And he was sort of saying, 
hey, you know, I when I've been answering that question recently, I've been answering it in a way where it's just like life is changing all the time. Yeah. The world around us is changing. The environment is changing. We're changing. <laughs> and so he's like, I've started to give people. He's like, as I get older, I'm less afraid to give people a very real answer that like, yeah. I don't know what that looks like just yet. I mean, I'm going to do the best that I can do. Right. And I want to do the best that I can do. And we'll see where I land. Right. And I think it's finding my peace with which sometimes is easy and sometimes is not. I, mean, I don't know. It's finding my peace with knowing that I might want a clear answer and I don't mm. know what that totally is today. And I, I'm trying okay. to like live in that space. So yeah. I'm sort of answering your question by just saying, you know, I, I think it's the move has pushed me to keep thinking about things. Um, but none of that is totally clear yet. And I'm just trying to get, get back on my feet and figure out what's next. Listen, but that's all you can do though. I don't know. Um, I want, right. I want better answers and clearer answers and I want them yesterday, but, but that's not how that's worked. <laughs> so, but listen, here's the kicker at the end of the day, that's okay. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. after, and here, here's the crazy thing to me. I think I kind of stumbled upon just thinking of some of my goals for next year, of course, including the podcast and my blog, I kind of stumbled upon this because I wanted my voice to be heard and I wanted our voices to be heard. But to be honest, I've been thinking about this, well, podcasting specifically since at least the summer of this year, but I started thinking about blogging the end of 17. Yeah. The end of 2017, but I had no idea what I was going to do and that was okay. Totally. You know what I mean? So I say that to say from the end of 17 to the end of 18, yes, things have unfolded. Things have been unpacked. Things are getting accomplished, but I didn't know like going well, into I it. I think it's you know super I mean? inspiring. So I'm so excited to hear you say that only because I just, I don't know. And we've talked about this before yeah, yeah, yeah. because I feel like not cancer related at all, mm-hmm. but I've thought about so many of those things in terms of a lot of the travel I've done, the mm-hmm. time I've spent abroad. Yeah stories that I want have have wanted to tell I've never really been a big writer but I've thought I've actually thought about writing so I'm like I think there's mm. stuff that I have to share with people yeah and then fast forward a friend started a podcast and so right like I think when even when you told me you're thinking about it I'm like oh my god it's been on the radar more so jokingly than it was serious I think mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I love to talk and I can like ramble forever. So I'm like, you can't tell, we both love to talk. Yeah, right. (laughs) And I'm like, so, and it's not always like, you know, from point A to point B, super clear. Sometimes I like to tell 15 stories in between. Listen, if you've been listening to any of my previous podcasts, (laughs) you can tell any conversation I have with someone. And and to be honest, this is how I, this is me in real life. Like this is me with my friends, like all the time, we'll go off on small tangents and come right back. Like, well, and sometimes I don't even remember where I started. It's okay. That's always really great. That's the whole point of the conversation, <laughs> so, though. That's that's what makes it so much fun. I just, I guess what I'm saying is that I feel like I've talked about a lot of these things, but, like, it's never been quite clear in what, you know, what what is that thing that's going to get me started or yeah. sort of push me there finally. And I'm still not sure that I'm completely certain, but all those things are on the radar. I guess what yeah. I'm saying is I really love that, like, you would thought about it. Yeah. And then just sort of ran with it. Mm-hmm. And right, like, I feel like I generally have always been really into reading, learning, like wanting to sort of like you're saying, like mm-hmm. you want to like better yourself, right? Always into those things that are super motivating and how do I better myself mm-hmm. and how do I whatever. And right in all of that, generally, one of the things that like comes up all the time is like, just do right. Like, just yeah. give it a shot and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And I think it's pretty amazing that. Here we are. You were talking about it and you're, you're totally yeah, doing no, it. <laughs> I don't, because I think it's, it's crucial. I mean, and I've said this numerous times, people will probably get tired of hearing me say this, but I think it's highly imperative that in the world of cancer, the young adult voice is heard because at the end of the day, we're in this, this crux of we're not adolescent cancer and we're not old people cancer. I mean, if that makes sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, so you can't treat us like the kids and you can't treat us like the elders. And as we we both know, and as it's been discussed previously, we have a whole set, that reminds me of the movie Taken. <laughs> I have a, spe- what, what did it say? A specific set of skills. <laughs> like we have a specific set of skills. You know what I mean? We, we are yeah. at a specific place in our lives, dealing with dating, dealing with sex, dealing with, Um, relationships, dealing with family, dealing with 
parents that are becoming elderly. Oh my God. You know what I mean? So we're Absolutely. at a completely different place that you can't treat us like one or the other. And it's it's so interest it's just interesting. It but it's crucial that we're heard. It is it is yeah. at least that's my my viewpoint. Um Well it I mean at at the very least, if nothing else, I would like to hope that right again, we've we've already said multiple times, everyone's story is different and yet mm -hmm. there's things we can all relate to. Yeah. But hopefully in every story there's someone out there that just feels like oh good well yeah. I'm not the only one yeah. right like I get that piece or maybe yeah. I don't get that piece but I get that piece you know yeah. I just there is somebody else yeah there know. is and that's because I mean let's take into consideration when I was I mean you let me know when I was diagnosed I didn't know anyone I knew one person um, my mom's sister had um, my aunt had breast cancer but she's in her 60s yeah yeah I knew absolutely. knew I knew no one that was young. And now that you're now that you're here, isn't it amazing to think that you didn't know anyone? Because I'm like, there are so yes. many people yes. that are dealing with it or have dealt yep. with it or going through it. Yep. And I'm like, and I, right, it seems like you're similar. Like, I feel like I'm a generally a pretty social person. I've yeah. got a large network of people. Yeah. I know a lot of people. Yeah. I'm like, holy crap. Like, I literally, yes, I mean, you're right. I, I didn't really, I mean, I knew some stories and I knew some people yeah, or a couple people that really are older, like, but like, yeah. I didn't really. And now I'm like, I, how is that possible? Cause mm -hmm. there's, I mean, right. There's, there's so many, so many, but you'd people. never know until you know, it's isn't that crazy? crazy. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> it really is. Like, so guys, if you haven't been able to tell, um, you know, we're just two breast cancer survivors just kicking it. <laughs> Talking about the good old days and our stories. Saying all of this to say that although Nahav's and I's story are similar, um, Nahav's now in Florida, right? I am. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let her tell you what she's doing now. So what are you doing now? I am a buyer for Bell's Outlet. Um, I was buying prior in New York and then spent some time abroad and then came back from that was in Pittsburgh working for a software startup and then took time off again. And so here we are, but yes, I'm, I'm in Florida, um, specifically currently living in St. Pete. St. Pete. And I can't wait to visit. <laughs> please do. Oh, remember that conference it? I was telling you about? Yeah. I'm sorry. This is so off the cuff. <laughs> it's coming again in February. Oh, it is. Yeah. So is it on your radar? It's on my radar. All right. Keep so me posted. You're on my radar. I love it. Yeah. I love it. But go ahead. So um, I yeah, no. So I, you know, that's where I am. And I, 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 I don't know what any of that means yet. I mean, Pittsburgh's home and mm -hmm. I've moved and come back multiple times and I've thought that I'd end up in other places and mm -hmm. Florida, I'm not going to lie, was never really on the radar mm -hmm. or on the list. Mm -hmm. Um, that's where I am now. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But guys, I bring that up to say, um, you know, us two, two <laughs> peeps, you know, kicking in about breast cancer and living life like it's golden um, because there's life after cancer is my whole point. Yeah. There's life. We don't have it all figured out. No. You know, we, we no. definitely have every day, like her and I were discussing, you know, children and dating and like, you know, going out with so-and-so and dating such and such. And you just never know. Like you just, I mean, when do you bring up the C word? Like, Oh dog, I had cancer. <laughs> oh darn shucks. You're yeah. running out the door now. Okay, that's fine. Right. Like, it's such, like... I wonder, and I don't know, right? Like, again, like, for both of us, it's it's relatively recent. And I, I'm certain that I've talked about this with a couple people that are further out. But, like, I wonder if at some point it stops being, mm. like, at the top of the story, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yes, they find <laughs> that out about you. Yes. But it's not, like, totally what I'm doing, right? Even now, I know that, and I know it's different for everyone. We know someone else that moved that, you know, was not necessarily talking about their cancer mm. right off the bat and for me i i didn't go in the door going oh my god i had cancer here i am but i also have not been hiding it right it right. just it's just part of my story it's if it comes there. up yeah, yeah, it comes yeah. up and if it doesn't it doesn't but honestly that's what i've been doing for a couple yeah. years so but i think that's so a very good up. question um, i think that's a very good question and so i i am wondering that if like you know maybe five years down the road or ten years down the road like Maybe it doesn't come up right off the bat. Or maybe you've been podcasting for 10 years straight and that's all we're talking about. Girl, like, if I'm podcasting in 10 years, something's so, wrong. Uh, I just, you know, I, well, I guess. Something's wrong. I'm sorry. Let me not say that because 
it's not that. But I mean, I, I, I'm hoping that I've moved on to other endeavors. Totally, totally. You understand totally. what I'm saying? I guess I'm just saying, right? Like, I, yes, there is definitely life after cancer. I do think that there, there are things that we're all, right? And maybe this goes back to what you were saying about the balance before. Is it, are you trying to balance something else? And I feel like there is life after cancer, but it is a different balance, right? Yeah. Like, moving was a whole different story. And I've moved before and always known that home is home and I can mm-hmm. come back whenever I need to. Yeah. And it's never been so stressful. Mm-hmm. And for the first time, it was hard to leave the community. It was mm. hard to leave. And I know that I can stay in touch with people and come back yeah, and all yeah. those things. It's hard to leave my doctors, my resources, mm, yeah. the things that and you just sort kicker, of like yeah. find is like comfort. And so there is for sure life after cancer. But it just, I think it's different. you manage different yeah. pieces or there are different emotions or different things that you worry about. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's not to say there aren't there's opportunities to do some really cool things. I mean, yeah. I travel a lot anyway, but even outside of personal travel, right, just coming out of treatment, there are resources out there for sure. I mean, I oh, for sure. spent time kayaking, whitewater kayaking, and yes. I spent time in Peru volunteering, and all of these things were with organization and resources out there that were supportive of those of us going through cancer. Yeah or have been through it, or survived it, or, you know, whatever that scenario looks like. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and I might have to do a separate podcast on this. Yeah. Because I think that's a very interesting question when you talk about dating and um, five, ten years from now, will that be one of the top? Oh, what will you talk about? Yeah, yeah. That's interesting because here's the other thing, though. Like, I guess that also ties in, and we don't have to discuss it now, of course. Um that to me also ties in well when then is cancer not your top priority like when is it not your ever waking moment because to me i would think those two would tie together um so if i'm five years ten years out yes i'm going to be different than where i am two years out but in 10 years when i'm a 10-year survivor has life gone on so far that I completely forgot I had cancer? Well, not completely forgot, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so then what I need to, if I'm dating at the time, of course, would I need to not bring it up first thing because it's no longer the first thing on my mind versus it being, oh, yeah, and by the way, right. I'm a 10-year da 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 Yeah. Interesting. I, Interesting. It is. You may hear that in a podcast somewhere. <laughs> It is. I'm not jotting down anything things you to, just said. Right? Not taking notes. Um, I mean, things to think <laughs> about. I Yeah. And it'll, I'm curious. I'm hoping that in 10 years we're sitting here having this conversation going, remember when? <laughs> Girlfriend. Hello. It's. I mean, because we know it could be another way. You know what I mean? We've known right. people who have passed away personally um, from what we've had, from the disease we had. So it's yeah. very interesting. It's very interesting. So, Girlfriend. It was great having you on. Oh, my, oh my God, gosh. So good. I have one more question for you, though. Yes, ma'am. It's kind of a thinking question. Yes. So if you could tell your pre-cancer self something from now, what would you say? In regards to anything? Anything. Post-cancer self, tell your pre-cancer self something, what would it be? Advice, tidbits, nuggets you would tell yourself. You know, maybe something that, maybe something that I already knew, but I think I would tell myself that, you know, to, to sort of trust instinct and trust your gut and like be you. Like, I don't know. Like I said, I sort of alluded to it earlier. I've made some choices off the beaten path. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I left my job in New York to be abroad for a year Mm -hmm. Um, in my early thirties and people thought I was crazy. I was, I was doing well there and mm-hmm. you know, how could you do that? And it had been something that had been on my radar and on my list for a long time to do some of that travel and volunteering abroad. And honestly, I think that making the decisions were hard, mm-hmm. but going through a tough time, it was really amazing to sort of, you know, find that I, there was some peace in feeling like I had done these things that I wanted to do for myself. Yeah. And where I go with that is I would remind myself that, you know, there's a lot of pressure from the outside world or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. choices to be made or how to do something but to, to keep sort of going with your gut. And honestly, I, even now, like that was something that helped me then, but I almost need that reminder all over oh, again yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, today as I'm trying to figure out life after cancer. So I think, you know, 
something about that and truly and i mean i would say that to me it's all the same but like also tying in with those relationships right like i feel like there's all these things that we think are super important in life and they are and we need to live and we need to figure out how to do that but the reality is I am super thankful for all the relationships that I have managed to mm-hmm. keep and cultivate through my life because through that year and a half year mm-hmm. of absolute craziness and especially the really low moments, like it is th- those people checking in and mm-hmm. touching base with you and right. It's a lot for any one person to deal with on their own. Oh yeah. And for me and everyone's story might be different, but for me, I feel very lucky and grateful that I had all these mm-hmm. people in my life that when one person couldn't be there, somebody else was. So anyway, I'm just saying that, I don't know, be kind, tell the people that are around you that are important to you, that you love them and just value those relationships. I mean, we all have to live our lives, but people, Absolutely. people and connection, at least for me, are, are a priority. Sorry, I just finished my glass of wine. That's really good. <laughs> I got really excited if you heard me swallowing. Um, but yes, um, one thing I always talk about is my tribe. And you got to keep those people close. You have to keep the people that loved on you, let them love on you, but keep them close because those, especially after diagnosis, especially after treatment and all of that, because we know people that fell away. We know people that couldn't handle it and that's okay. You know what I mean? Because everyone can't, can't handle cancer. But it took time to get there, right? Oh, that, no, that's girl. okay, peace. Like, Listen, if you read my <laughs> journals, you wouldn't absolutely know. Yes, yeah, yes, it takes time. Yes, it took it didn't, time. It, listen. But you're is, right. But you're right. It mm-mm. just, This right. is three years out, child. No. Yeah, yeah no, no, for no, no, sure. No, no. For but sure. Good advice. Good advice. I think, I think that's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. What, what would yours be? Um, what I could tell my pre-cancer self, don't be so serious. Um, because I used to be so focused on wanting to do my dreams and visions and goals, but would get so frustrated because I wasn't accomplishing them as quickly as I wanted or how I wanted to get them done. Um, so don't be so serious. Enjoy life. Um, cause you are young. Um, you don't have to carry the weight of your past. Live life. Like yeah. absolutely live. Like, if I would have told my 20 year old self that you could move and travel and girl, I might not even be sitting right here to this podcast right now. I kid you not. Like I was such, and I've never been a homebody. I've always traveled. I've always gone on vacations and out with friends and whatever, but I've always wanted to be a, a world traveler. Sure. Um, girl, I would have spent my whole twenties, my whole freaking twenties every year in a different country. Well, here's the thing. And for some people, they travel way more. But my goal, I've got a year and a half. Uh, yeah, but a little under that to hit. So my goal is 40 countries by 40. Oh, awesome. And depending on what rules you follow about, you know, things like the Vatican, does that count or not count as, mm. as one? But regardless, and there's a couple like that. Uh, I've got about three to go. Awesome. So here's the thing. I mean, I'm traveling solo. So I was going to say. Guys, where are we going? We may just be recording this podcast in another country. So where are we going? Keep an eye Let's out for that. It. Well, I already told you I'm going with you to India. Oh, right. Done. So her mom is the cutest little, <laughs> just cute as a button. Um, I was being honored at, what was it called? Oh, that's so horrible. <laughs> Lanterns of Hope. Yes, ma'am. There's an organization here. I think I talked to you guys about it, about my crazy, amazing weekend I had, um, with the, including that event. And Neha and her mom were there. The cute, her mom, <laughs> she's just so cute. But your mom and dad are from India? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I said, Indi- I said, India, I said, Neha, do you ever like go home and go to India? She was like, yeah, I was like, I'm going. <laughs> Come on over. And I was saying that mom- at the, I was at the event the year being at, uh, in the event for the same reasons the year prior. And so oh, we yes. were there to, you know, just be a part of it again this year, which was amazing. And, um, <laughs> my mom, right. Yolanda was there with, with a lot of family mm-hmm. and we, we were just sort of laughing and chatting and we're like, uh, my mom was like, Oh my God literally like right like it feels like our family because there's so many of us and we're together and it's right. loud and crazy and nuts and I love you know it. whatnot so and i fit right totally. in totally it'd be great guys i might be recording from india <laughs> you just never know i'm packing up all the equipment i mean i have listened, listened to some previous podcasts so mm. the meat thing might be hard but outside of that darn you're Shucks. in okay. done <laughs> okay no problem 
I can, it, it's okay. It's okay. So, as long as, you know, we can work that out, then we're good to go. So this might be the Yolanda and Neha show soon because <laughs> we're going to be traveling these countries, guys. You just never know. We might awesome. have like a Travelers awesome. series. I mean, Wouldn't I that be amazing? It. I love it. We're doing it. Done. Hashtag don't steal our idea. <laughs> All right. Don't do it. But it has been amazing. It's been awesome. Thank you for, for sharing me. your story. And thank you all for listening to me. Yes. If Hopefully you're, you're if, still listening. Right. I was going to say, thank <laughs> you for taking the words right out of my mouth. If you are still listening, thank you so much for rocking with your girl. I hope something that we've said, like, gave you some information, maybe gave Absolutely. you some hope. Um, hope we dropped some nuggets you could possibly, you know, take advantage of. And if you know of anyone, I mean, her and I both had breast cancer, but anything that you go through that's difficult, some of this stuff can relate to, you know, going through other diseases or difficult times sure, in your life. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's not just about breast cancer, guys. It's not. It's about surviving. It's about hope. And I'm guessing that Yolanda has talked about this or it will be, but like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I guess I just wanted to also throw yeah. out there for whatever it might be. I mean, I think if I've learned anything over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. there really are so many amazing resources out there. Oh, for sure. And sometimes when you're in the middle of it all, it's really hard yeah. to dig and find them. Yeah. But hopefully you can reach out to other people that can help. Yeah, lead you in the right place. Absolutely, because there are so many things happening out there to there are to help. There really are, and if Neha gives me any guys, I'll plug them in the show notes below. Oh yeah, I got a I got a handful. Yeah, so if you'd like to do that, oh I for just sure, know what, yeah, for sure, yeah, absolutely. yeah, send them to me. Um, because one thing we both know, because we're connected to different organizations, is that there there are other people like us. You know absolutely. what I mean? Like. There's so many resources. And we'll every plug time you think you know them, there's there's something else. There's even so, more. There's um, even more. For sure. Exactly. Remind me I have to talk to you about someone. Yes. Just yeah. say that to me. Okay. But anyway, guys, again, sorry, we're rambling as always. We might always. be talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, if you've stuck around until the end, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Um, if you want to hit up Neha, you want to plug anything? Uh, yeah, media? sure. Find me. Find me. Um, it's Neha Katari. Uh, do you want me to spell that? Please. And I like Nancy... Or Neha, E H A, last name's Katari, K O T H A R I. Um, that's on Facebook. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's MFAC13. That's M like Mary, F A C 1 3. Um, or honestly, well, or find me through Yolanda, either or way. Or that. But yes, yes. Yeah, cool. Please reach out with any. Yeah, any yeah, questions. yeah. I was going to say, because some people might have questions, concerns, yeah, you know, sure. what have you. But guys, thank you again so much. I will check you guys on the next one. Have a good holiday and happy new year.